Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. I think it's pretty true that we all long to feel loved, but some people think we can find that through um, better emotional or even sexual intimacy with our spouse. True intimacy, though, is going to be found, I would suggest, in a deeper relationship with God. I'm John Fuller, along with authors, counselors, and fellow Focus on the Family staff members, Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin. And um, you two both work a lot with couples. If they have a deep, serious problem, how consistent is it that something is amiss spiritually in one or both of those two people? Well, I think it's often. I know that even recently, I was this. I, I was feeling super down. I was feeling depressed. I, I just, I, Aaron and I weren't connecting, and so we ended up going on a walk together. And as we talked, the more we processed kind of what was going on for me, what I realized is that I've just been struggling, just feeling like God, where are you? Like there's just been some situations in in our life that we're facing that. I'm just like, oh man, it just doesn't feel like you're there. Now again, I know intellectually all the right answers, you know, he's with me every step of the way, which is true, but it, I, I just felt it. I felt that disconnect with God. I felt that distance and therefore within our marriage, there was an impact. And, and that's why I just, I feel like when there's distance with God, it's going to create distance in your marriage. And as Aaron and I were really able to talk that through, it was just like that light bulb moment. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Kind of that distance I'm feeling with God is impacting us even. And so going on a walk, I mean, it was great. It it helped me have some specific things to then speak to God about. And the very fact that I was talking to Aaron about this created some connection between us. Yeah. There was a huge connection because he said, you know, all these people are having these phenomenal spiritual experiences over quarantine and on and on. And he said, I don't know what's going on with me. And I, it was, it was awesome because I actually was feeling the same way, and we were able to talk about that, process it, and connect. Huh. And so, just being honest about where you're at spiritually is is huge. Yeah. Well, these are good um, conversations to have, and hopefully, you, you you don't need something that weighs you down. Although God can speak in the pain. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was C.S. Lewis that said, uh, "Pain is God's megaphone," right? Yeah. Um, but there are some habits that are really important for us to build in our relationship. Uh, Pastor Craig Groeschel from Life Church has some really good examples from his own marriage to his wife, Amy. And here is Focus President Jim Daly talking with Craig about healthy spiritual habits for you and your spouse to, to cultivate that part of your relationship. You know, I just love the the way you think about things and what God has uh, taken you through. These are things that you've learned. You're not talking just simply as an expert who has many, many people in his church that you counsel and hear their stories, uh, but you also apply it in your own life. Uh, let's go right to it, because in your book, there's a funny thing about flossing mm-hmm. that really uh, caught my attention. Uh, what? How did flossing teach you to be a better husband? <laughs> well, I read a book that was really helpful to me um, called The Power of Habit, and it talks about keystone habits, certain habits that roll positive momentum into other positive habits. And for me, I always hated to floss. In fact, that was the first habit that I would stop doing. And I found that whenever I would floss, I'd think to myself, okay, I'm really disciplined, so 
I'm flossing, so I'll do my Bible plan, and I'll eat right, and I'll, I'll exercise, I'll sleep good, I'll wake up early. And that one discipline actually created other positive disciplines. When I wouldn't floss, I'd feel like, okay, well, I'm not a very disciplined person, so I'm going to skip my Bible reading today, and, oh, well, I might as well skip my workout today, I'm not going to eat good, and so wouldn't sleep good. I'd wake up late. I'd go to the office. Someone would be rude and I'd yell at him. I'd come home. And, and so it's kind of a joke, but the reality is that was a very positive discipline that created other positive disciplines. What I wanted to do is ask in marriage, if there was one keystone habit, what would that one thing be that I believe across the board could impact marriages positively? And for me, and we taught this to our church and saw massively positive response is that if there's one thing I believe that could create great forward momentum in marriages is the keystone habit of praying together, mm. simply agreeing to pray every single day together. And one reason this is really big is because Amy and I didn't pray every day together for a long time. I just kind of assumed I'm a pastor and she's a pastor's wife and we love Jesus. And so we didn't need that. Kind of been there, done that. Yeah, I mean, like, we're we're, 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 I'm praying, she's praying, but we weren't praying together. Right. And one of the reasons, honestly, was she likes to pray for a long time. And I'm kind of like pray and get it done type of person. And so selfishly, we just didn't do it. I didn't do it, didn't really want to. And what I found was that this one thing is a game changer all the time because it, we connect daily with God together. We're praying. We know what we're praying for together. And so we're on the same page spiritually. We can't fight when we're going to pray because you've got to work through things if you're going to pray together. I'm not as vulnerable to some temptations I would be because I'm, you know, I've got spiritual intimacy, not just between me and God, but between my wife, me, and God. And so we started this with our staff because I talked to, earlier to you about how we had marriages struggling in our staff, and we saw great results. And so we just really rolled out a, um, a challenge to the church. Would you commit to pray daily together mm -hmm. if you're married? And I'm going to tell you right now that one keystone discipline has revolutionized so many marriages. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really, really big deal. And it's something that can be done in two minutes. Well, and you know, we talk a lot about research. And I know when you preach, I'm sure you're pulling on research and social science mm -hmm. to make the point. I know Brad Wilcox does great work out of the University of Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's interesting when those researchers are trying to describe the people who claim to be Christian. Mm -hmm. So what are the behavior patterns? And they usually break down to going to church once every four Sundays mm -hmm. or twice a month or something like that. But it, to me, it's interesting. The one thing that you're saying uh, in praying together and then reading scripture together, which mm -hmm. you mentioned last time, mm -hmm. those two activities, if a couple does that, the mm -hmm. divorce rate in that group mm -hmm. is less than 1%. Isn't that fascinating? Well, and think about that. I mean, if you could do anything that would make the divorce rate 1%. Silver wouldn't, bullet. Wouldn't we do that? Yeah. You know? Let me ask you this, though. If I were to give you a multiple choice question, mm -hmm. and I said, what defines the deepest human connection, the deepest human intimacy? And I said, A, sexuality, mm -hmm. B, emotions. Now, I think I just covered men and women. Mm -hmm. And C, spiritual mm -hmm. connection. Mm -hmm. What do you think it is? Hands down, see. Hands it's down, spiritual see. connection. Right. Tell me why. Because I think the culture today, we think, and particularly men, mm -hmm. if we can get satisfied in a physical context, mm -hmm. that's our deepest intimate need. If Women, we, emotional. Yes. And here's the thing. When, when it starts with spiritual, 
then it naturally overflows to emotional and physical. It just, it's natural. And that's one reason, as crazy as it sounds, I tell all married couples to pray together. I tell people when they're dating, be careful not to pray together too much because it creates a longing for the other, to, for the physical expression. And so, I mean, it, you know. You're becoming one. You're becoming one. And, I mean, it goes all the way back to the beginning that, you know, we were created male and female in the image of God. And, you know, we were there to commune with God. We weren't created for our own pleasure. We were created for God, to know Him, to serve Him. I tell a guy, you want to improve your love life with your wife? Man, improve your spiritual life. And I tell, I tell anyone, you want to improve your emotional intimacy? Improve your spiritual intimacy. And there's natural overflow into these areas. But what's so sad, Craig, is that we've got it backward. We think it's mm-hmm. A and B, the first two, physical or emotional. Right. And we so often, even in the church, skip that spiritual. And that's what you're saying. Right. Praying together, reading together. Mm-hmm. You do those things, A and B comes along mm-hmm. for both the women and men. Well, from flossing to prayer, I so appreciated Craig Groeschel's um, uh, emphasis on building good habits. And that's something that we, we've gone in and out on this. I mean, just to be candid, at times, Dina and I have had a really vibrant prayer life together. Other times it's like, I sort of feel like I'm the only one praying here, or I know she's wishing I prayed. We're trying to rebuild that uh, currently, and it's it's working pretty well. Not that it's a fix-all, but it's an important habit to cultivate. That was the point of what Craig was saying. But specifically about prayer, Aaron or Greg, what, what do you see when couples make the time to pray together regularly? It's interesting. I just had a couple I met with that the one thing that they had done for the week was they started praying together every morning. They both had been widowed. They'd been married for several years. And they they came to me because they were just disconnected. And you're a therapist, so you're yes. seeing them to try to help yes. kind of break through some of to the To bring some connection. Yeah. And the amazing thing is they were praying every morning. And so I had each of them describe what the prayer had done in their relationship. She described herself as being joyful, happy, more calm and peaceful. And I was like, huh. And then he described, he said he notices that, those characteristics in her, but he also sees that there's less criticism. And what I love about prayer is that it brings you together as a couple in a very deep, intimate way. And that builds the connection. And when you're connected to each other, there's so much that happens inside of you, even physiologically, that you're calmer, Hmm. that you're more peaceful. So as they were describing how they were feeling after a week of prayer, I just was smiling inside because I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. That's what God does in our marriage. He unifies. Hmm. And then there's the physiology behind it as well, which is awesome. And what's interesting, there's other research as they've studied what really spiritually connects a couple. Yeah. They, they found two things. One was praying together. The other was going to church together. Those are kind of the, the two biggies. So as you think about your own spiritual relationship, it can be overwhelming. Like, what do we do? Do we fast? Do we, I mean, you, you, you start to shut down because mm-hmm. there's too many things. How do we do it all? Therefore, just pray together and, and go to church together. And the prayer for me, I think it was, it's always been super intimidating. And John, you kind of alluded to just, yeah, it's hard to consistently do that together. I think though, for me, it was, I just, I didn't really know how, like, what do you do? Do you get down on the ground and on a knee? Like, what, what does that really look like? And I think for Aaron and I, what we've really tried to focus on is just asking what what's one thing that we can be praying for 
for you tomorrow, like just one thing. And what that does is it gives me really good insight into what she's facing, what mm-hmm. what she's worried about, what's stressing her out, what she's excited about, what she's going to need extra prayer around. And a lot of times the things that she shares, I'm like, oh, I forgot, or I don't even know that. And it's a great way to connect. Not only are you unified praying to God together, so you're submitting to God, so there's a unification that's going on, but it's also you're you're really staying current. And we talk about that a lot, even on our last podcast show together, just the importance of making sure that you're staying updated and current, Mm -hmm. and praying for one another is a great way to do that. All right, so take the challenge and pray for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a cue from the couple that uh, that Aaron was working with. Pray for a week and see what happens. And along the way, if you want more tips on establishing good habits for your marriage, we certainly would recommend Pastor Craig Rochelle's book, From This Day Forward. He and his wife Amy wrote it together. They're good insights and good practical ways to uh, develop a deeper relationship. We're making that book available as our thank you gift when you contribute a gift of any amount to Focus on the Family. Uh, make that uh, donation online, or when you call us, we've got the contact info in the episode notes. If you're on the website, be sure you look for our free marriage assessment as well. It's a great tool to uh, really look at the health of your relationship and see an area or two to grow in. Again, look for details in the show notes. And then plan to join us next time as we hear from Dr. David Clark discussing how to improve communication with your spouse. For Greg and Aaron and the entire team here, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast. I'm John Fuller.